What's poppin' and welcome to Popcorn with Joel Sabiarian, your stop for all things pop, where we talk about all things pop culture here from the Philippines and to the rest of the globe. And of course, we are still here in our own homes as we have this whole pandemic to worry about and hopefully come out of, very hopefully. But today we have another extra special guest here with us on Popcorn. Ito, idol ko talaga to. You know, this guy is one of the people I, early on in my career in the music industry, sa mga una kong alaga talaga. Alaga talaga. Um, you know, it's one of the people I really admire in the music. I really, really enjoy. He's a singer, songwriter, producer, entrepreneur. Fern is here. Fern period. Dot. Yeah. Fern dot. Welcome to the show, Fern. Hello. Hi, hi, hi. I'm super excited to like talk about. This is like, I was actually looking forward to like talking. Talaga ba? <laughs> yeah, you know, parang I remember the very parang one of the first times we were talking, which was way back in 2018. I was like, hey, what music do you listen to? Blah blah blah. I do. <laughs> you remember that conversation in the car? That was in ano for net something. Letters and music in net 25. Parang one of the early days ni Fern. and yeah, now we're here. When I was still when I was when I still enjoyed wearing the floral polos, the super oversized floral polos and the Gucci or Hermes Gucci. belt, <laughs> gotta flex it. Believe <laughs> did that, man. Uh, search the internet; you can find those photos somewhere. <laughs> but Sifrin, uh, maybe you should uh, introduce yourself and to the people who aren't familiar. Well, Sifrin, yeah, as I said. He has a lot of things under his belt, and I'm happy he's here on the show right now. Thank you. I don't know. What, what, what do I say, man? I mean, I think, yeah. I'm, I'm a, humble. I'm an I stand a humble king. <laughs> I'm an artist. Um, yeah, I started a business also. It's called Kindred Production. <laughs> we, we do audio solutions. I run it with Jorge, Winicky, and a few of our other partners on the business side. So, yeah, I mean, that's most of the things I do. I still go to school also, but no one really cares about that, you know. Well, you should finish it. I'm sure yeah, you're, you're going to get there. Yeah, but people, it matters. It matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have one more year. Can't wait. But, like, before we get to, like, other questions, like, how have you been coping? As you were saying, uh, it's hard for you. I mean, konti lang tao nakausap mo. How's the whole quarantine last three months situation? For Fern, uh, I I went. I don't know about you, dude. But like, I hate social media now. Like, I mean, I rather like talk to my friends about what's happening rather than look at social media. Right? It gets me so sad. You yeah, know, like, like sometimes <laughs> I would just like turn it off or like delete the app, yeah, the Twitter yeah. app specifically. I feel, like, I feel like I'm living in a dystopian like community. Every time I wake up, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm in Black Mirror or something. We are. This is like the sixth full year edition of Black Mirror. <laughs> it's going crazy. You know? like, so, I mean, I think other than that, I mean, I've been coping pretty well. I play a lot of video games. So I, I look for ways that I got. I mean, I've been reading a lot. I'm reading, I don't know. Um, 
rules of victory. Wow. You know, like, if you don't really see Fern behind the music, behind Spotify, he's really someone who, like, reads a lot of books about mga self-help books. Health, taloy. Self-help books. Like, every time, like, we'd be in, in between, like, guestings on the radio or whatever, he'd always have, like, a book. And it's nice because not a lot of Gen Z people actually read these days, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about that. But for me, it's like, I want to be self-aware lang. I mean, I know mm-hmm. that in the reality of things, it's like, I'm in the entertainment industry and it's it's not, you know, it's not like parang a rare thing to parang change your personality because, you know, a lot of attention and all that. So I always want to keep myself in check. Parang, you know, yeah, I don't want it to get into my head because right? I feel like, I think I only started reading self-help books when I entered the industry. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I had a fear of like, kind of losing myself in it. Because it's, it's hard, man. I feel like it's a nice feeling. Eh? I, a lot of people don't want to admit it, but it's a nice feeling that, you know, you have attention, people listen mm-hmm. to you, you're heard. So I think sometimes more often than not, like it gets into artists' heads. So. Yeah, and you can't completely avoid that because like, you know, some people just go with the flow and then get taken by the flow and don't really know what's happening to them anymore, which is good for you because like, you know, like, you know your boundaries and you know your... But don't get me wrong. It's like I find myself sometimes I'm always like, yo, parang, what are you thinking? But parang you used to do it for the music, but now parang you like you try to do it to get more attention. So that's that's when I, when that's when the self-help box comes in. Uh-huh. I do a lot of like mindfulness meditation. Parang I just kind of like sit in my thoughts. So parang okay, okay ka pa ba? I don't know, self-check. Na parang okay, friend. I was like, why are you thinking like that? Or why are these thoughts in your head? I think, but I'm still like everyone else. Like you know, when attention comes, I'm I'm still the type of person. Na parang I mean, I'm only 19, so I I like it also. But you know, everything is done for it not to get into my head. But it doesn't mean that I don't feel it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's good that you know it's happening around yeah, you. It is. Some people are like, okay, I'm so famous. I'm just gonna bask in the fame yeah. or whatever. And it's just like, they don't know that this is how they affect people or this is how they affect themselves. That's why I think like celebrities sometimes, like those people with like, a huge amount of following and they're still like very grounded. I think like they deserve more credit. You know, I think it's a really hard thing to do. I think, I don't know. I'm not there, but like, I can't imagine, man. Like, that's a huge ego boost. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for, I mean, I would, I would say naman na parang knowing you for the last two to three years, you're pretty humble. I mean, with all your achievements, like legit na parang it makes me so proud to see from where you were when we first met to now. Na parang, oh, Fern is achieving so many things and continuing to do so and continuing to make more music. And it's really nice because like some people, the moment you meet them, they're like so mayabang and like, okay, anong, papaton- anong gusto mo patunayan? Na parang, why are you so, why are you so, uh, why is your ego so big and why are you like shoving it on other people's faces? But you're like super... You know, you know who you are. You show it through your craft, but you don't necessarily like. Oh, hey, I'm Fern. I I do all of this, right? Yeah, no, no, no. I wouldn't. If if I became that person, I feel like I have a 
good support group also that would like snap me out of it. I think that's a huge thing also. I have I have a really good support group. Yeah, but like Shempre coming from that that question nga, parang you've been in the industry for mga three years now at this point. Like how how has it been like starting especially when you were sixteen ba, seventeen? Yeah, seventeen. Yeah. Like Shempre, you were just from like a prom ni at the school, you were like approached by a record label, Universal Records, and then, you know, hey Fern, do you wanna do this? And then you're put into the spotlight and then oh Spotify loves you. You're number one trending. <laughs> like how did how was that whole thing? The first the first time I was like I was really scared honestly. Like I, I don't know if you remember, but I was trying to fight for it. But like when I got signed, I was trying to fight for Kindred to be my name rather than Fern. I wasn't there yet, but okay, okay. <laughs> that, was a, that was an actual discussion, and I was like, I, it was a real fear, man. Like honestly, like I think it was something. My mom's here. Or I think it was a real fear. Nah, I didn't kind of like want the attention that much. Like I knew it. I knew na parang it's not something that I want. Mm-hmm. So it's like. like yeah, how yeah, did you so, take that in, diba? Parang Yeah, going out to the um the trending thing on Spotify, like I think that moment when I figured when I when I heard about it, I was actually with one of my best friends. We were in Starbucks. She so was like, "For you know, you're top one, you're top one, like aren't you happy?" Spare so, like, no, like okay lang. <laughs> like like I didn't feel anything dude. And like honestly, like it's not that I'm like parang oh, I expected it. It's like for me what matters more is like like this, in my own opinion, like when my friends play my songs, na parang they listen to it or they add it to their Spotify playlist, all that. For me, that's like a bigger win. Yeah. And, like, that's when I realized that okay, like it's not so bad, naman pala. You, know, you get me? Like parang it, I'm not really in it, parang because I was having doubts. I think this is one of the things I've learned in like the industry. It's like it's not hard to actually start, and it's not hard also to you know, kind of climb up. But the hardest thing is to maintain. Yourself. Yeah, to sustain it. Like sustain your personality, your success, like everything. It's so hard, bro. Like, um, my last EP, um, in Loveless, mm-hmm. I-, I hate it, dude. Honestly, like, I don't like it. And it's, good, it's a good EP. Thank I'm not being biased here. <laughs> <laughs> For me, like, it was really, that's when I experienced the hardest part of, like, being in the entertainment industry, being heard, especially mm-hmm. from the first ones like Lie to Me and To You, those are my first singles, but it felt different when I wrote Loveless. Like, parang I was like, there were times where I'd stop and I'd be like, will the, will the public like this? Like, will they compare it to the last one? Parang I never had those thoughts. Yeah. That's, that's why I think... Um, you mean in the beginning when you were creating your first EP? I had those thoughts. That's when I realized, damn, this is the real struggle. Like, it's not about, you know, getting the numbers. It's not about, like, none of that shit, dude. It's about, like, sustaining your personality, of course, your income, and sustaining also your career. All those three, it's so, such a struggle, dude. And sometimes you tend to, like, get in your head because, you know, like, you're doing so well, but inside your head, you're like, oh, is this, like, my worst output yet or something like that. I think it's because I felt like people were looking at me. And yeah. I think that's 
that's that's that's where I kind of fell off. Like I felt like there were eyes on me. So yeah, you know, going back to what I said before, like at one point it did get to me and it still does get to me. That was one of the points that I was like, I felt like oh everyone's like expecting everyone's like, but then the truth is no one really cares, man. No one cares unless you put it out. Yeah. Like was, sometimes you just have to put it out. Yeah, like I was right. making scenarios in my head that oh everyone's like waiting for it. But the truth is they just lang, dude. Once it's out, it's out. No one's yeah. really like thinking about like when's Spring gonna put out another album. Like it was all in my head. Fika mayro na managihintay talaga mga fanatics. What's official fern? Has there been a fandom name at this point? <laughs> Parang wala pa rin, no? Somebody come up with that. Uh, we can't. We we uh, the the dots joke. The dots. <laughs> oh, dude, there was this. No, like the Instagram and the Twitter account. The into friend something. Oh yeah, into friend ph. Uh, I I I'm grateful for those people. I actually messaged them a lot. That's nice. I mean, yun nga, parang you really started, parang it's something so, parang I guess it's really, how do you say this? It's really a big deal, especially for a 17-year-old getting all that attention. Because like, when you came out with your first EP, uh, even before I started working in Universal, parang I heard na nga your song on Spotify when they interviewed me. Like, what... What do you know of our artist? I was like, I've I've heard this guy named Fern in Spotify, ganyan. And then you know, it's a re- that was a really really good EP. And at that time, nobody was doing like the techno electro pop in the Philippines. That was two years ago. Pero siempre now it's like different na rin, eh, diba? The times are different. Honestly, like that that album was inspired like by my mentors. Like yeah, it was Jorge. And Jorge would make me listen to Rome. This is before Rome blew up. And like, yeah. with like from those people. So like, yeah, solid. Solid naman na parang, I was known as like, kind of like, breaking it out, breaking the sound out there. But I can't say na parang was the phrase. Because I was really inspired by like, Jorge, Rome, all that. Yeah, and like, at that time, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, he's the love of the Philippines. He's the Troy Sevan of the Philippines. Like, how did you feel about those, like, comparisons? I, 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 felt, I felt super, like, not one empowered, but, like, killing. You know what I mean? Like, parang, it's nice, dude. I was super flattered. I mean, wala, dude. I never really thought, honestly, man, I never thought that people would listen to my music. Like, like let alone this much people. It's not even a lot yet, but like, parang to me, it's already like, whoa. <laughs> like, yeah, and like you've reached not just the Philippines, but you've reached a majority of Southeast Asia na rin, diba? Are there like people from other countries messaging you? Even Korea. Like, I think you're just one of the few people who like, in at least in our label, who has noticed on Melon, which is like their Spotify in Korea, diba? And like, that's a big deal. With the, the super big K-pop industry, also, na parang Korea, wow, to yeah. be heard there with their magnificent production, the diba? Standard of music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Standard of art, dude. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. The first time I heard about it was when the girl from UR told me. I was like, oh. About Melon or about I know. About Melon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really. It's like something that not everyone gets to achieve and not everyone knows about it. But when you do, like, 
have that thought in your mind. It's like a really nice thing to have. But like, yeah, I remember one of our early conversations then was about your ultimate goal in your career, which is to get a Grammy. Like, yeah. you know, to be honest, like the first time I was like, what is this kid saying? Yeah. <laughs> Who is this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's <laughs> Well, a lot of people would tell me like, dude, when you when you told me like, this came from Jorge. You say like, when you yeah. said, yeah, I mean, like every parang, it came off to me as like, oh, this kid's so arrogant. But then like, like as like as as much as he like, the further he knew me, he got to knew me. Like parang, it was like parang, oh, this kid's serious. Like yeah, about it. And like I'm, I really am. Man. <laughs> like it's not something I see na parang, yeah, I'm good enough to get a Grammy. I'm like no, like I don't believe. That I will win a Grammy until the day I do. It's I mean it's the same for me. Like that first moment when you were telling me about it the very first time, I was like, wow, this guy must be out of his mind to like, <laughs> a Grammy right away. Yes. But then you know, once we got to know each other even more and then I've seen I'm s i am I saw you like do your craft and like, you know, you'd you'd make us listen to your demos and all that. But I was like, no not a lot of people work as hard towards that one goal no matter how other people like say that it's not possible but it is possible probably in how many years from now you never we never know and that's good that you have like that goal right honestly i think a lot of people like there's a lot of i know like i mean one of my like main role models will always be like steve jobs right? yeah steve jobs is like a fan of like speaking things into existence all that so i think that's like one of my beliefs that like, if I keep saying this, if I keep putting it out there, like the world will give it back to me. But also, if it manifests in a way that parang, I'll be the artist that will inspire the kid that will win the first Grammy for the Philippines, then that's good enough for me also. It's yeah. Not, like, I'm not doing it to be like Fern. Like Fern is going to be like the hero. Like, no, like I just want to be a crucial part of the story. Or at least I want to be like a main plot driving force of the story, you know? Yeah. So really all for the culture naman talaga, man. Like, it's not, not on some fake shit. Like, honestly, like, I really, I'm not the type now when I see someone succeed, like, I'll be like, oh, that should be me. It's like, I, I, I think we should celebrate Philippines' success as like one. And that happens in Korea, diba? Like, artists support artists. Yeah. And that's why Korea is such a big, like, culture. Yeah. Like, culture for arts, diba? Because everyone's just supporting each other. And the government itself supports Sports, Korean yeah. art. But we have a lot to work on here, for sure. Honestly, man, like, I know you asked the questions, bro, but I'm going to ask you a question. Bro. Yeah. Like, why is it so hard? Like, with all the resources now, social media, I mean, the Philippines, we, we're not that poor, you know? Like, we have money. Like, I've seen it. There's big production, like, value here. There's talent. Like what? What's what's the? What's Do the, we have money? Just kidding. <laughs> like, maybe not as much. We, we, do, we have the talent. We have the value. We have the resources. Everyone has the resources. Why is it so hard? You know, like why is it so hard to break out as a country? But like I, I always wonder that. Like well, why? Why? That's you a have good speed. That- you have like. JK, you have all these talents that are like, you know, they have like world-class value, but like, what's happening? <laughs> That's a really good question, you know. I mean, I think, Sigur, it's just a matter of time. I mean, it's really sometimes having the right people behind you and having that one hit 
that will like break out to the rest of Asia, that will then break out to the rest of the world. You never really know, eh? And I guess it's really a goal everyone's really working towards. And maybe feeling ko it might not be the time yet, cause like we really have to support each other in the OPM industry first and foremost. I feel like, de ba parang of course, like you have that goal of Grammy, but what about the award shows here? Are we doing something as an industry to like preserve the integrity of award shows in the Philippines also? Parang, I guess we should, that's something we should work on as our generation. That's true, man. I agree, I agree. I agree. I mean, there are award-giving bodies, but I feel like we could do better than in the local scene first. And then that's when we bring each other up to the international scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's also a problem of who should we celebrate, you know? Like, yeah. I, a lot of the artists we celebrate in the Philippines are like, you know, so-so. <laughs> like, the artists that are underground that, like, really work hard and, like, grind for it. Like, no one notices them. I think it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's also, I feel, probably, like, the culture of fans na, you know, fans sometimes tend to, um, fans sometimes tend to, like, gravitate towards the celebrity more than the art itself. Mm-hmm. And the art doesn't really necessarily matter as long as their celebrity, their favorite celebrity is there, right? Like, oh, hey, artist, uh, um, Celebrity X is here and has an album that's auto-tuned and like not really their voice yeah. and then they're f- it will go platinum because they have like legions of fans supporting it but like for example we have really good music that not a lot of people are aware yet so you know it's i feel like it's a constant effort that has to come from within the industry and you know we put it out there for the bigger audience yeah yeah. Thank you for um my interview. I hope you accept my <laughs> I hope you accept my application. <laughs> that's that's an answer that I agree with. So. I... Yeah, I feel like, you know, the generation the time is changing and it it's really up to us, the younger generation, millennials and Gen Z, to like really break the boundaries of the traditions that have been in place. And I think that's what's happening naman with the rest of the world as well. Although, of course, priorities right now would be really to fight the pandemic and like be safe. But, you know, we'll get, I feel like we'll get there eventually. Sana we're alive to see that day. Right? <laughs> I hope I get to see the day and get invited to Fern's Grammy Award Ceremony. Yeah, of course, dude. Honestly, I'll come straight back to the Philippines and invite all my closest friends. And <laughs> did it. Yeah. Who's your dream, like, mag-represent ng award mo? Like, in the Grammys, if it ever if ever it happened? I think it's a, it's a huge stretch, but, like, probably Matty. Matty Healy. Why not? Bob Brit Award. You know what's a Brit one? Um, I, I don't really know. What okay. is Brit Awards? Yeah, maybe that. <laughs> Why not? I mean, I guess you could. It depends na lang if you're like under those labels. And I guess we can't really spill the beans yet. But 
I know there's something in the works and I hope it really works out for you and a lot of people because you know you're really one of the people that I believe in. <laughs> but yeah, like legit among the other people that I uh, listen to. Parang first yung inuulit ulit ko na music and like you know we used to call him the king of bops <laughs> because you know from the first to second EP you know those songs were so good and the moments we celebrated together were also really nice and I, if there's one thing about me bro I go all out on yeah. those situations dude <laughs> whenever we have an EP launch like I'm always like gone <laughs> from this earth dude that very first EP launch will be memorable. Although, of course, I don't, I don't think we can say what happened. Any behind the scenes? No? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, though. Definitely one for the books. Yeah. Yeah, but like, syempre, coming from there, the beginnings of Fern, coming from you know doing having a band in high school and then getting signed with your first recording label, having all the attention with Into You, Lie to Me. Uh, you've worked with so many people na in the industry and you've produced for them. Like, how was that? Uh, what was like a memorable uh, memorable experience in that time frame? Like, you know, you got you get to produce for a lot of people. You started with Claudia Barreto then and you've worked with like the likes of Kiana Valenciano, Julianne mm-hmm. San Jose, and a lot of other people. Like, how was that? experience like coming from your own music and then like uh widening your horizons and like helping other people achieve what they want especially like you were just 18 at that time i couldn't imagine doing that at 18 i don't even know what i was doing like every time i see you guys like you young artists like when i was 18 i was probably just like watching my favorite tv show and like doing nothing but you guys are just like hustling so hard to achieve your dreams and that's well, really- you know it's like whether you like it or not it's like the hustle now is a bit more magnified just because of social media i mean i'm sure a lot of people would do some side hustles before but it's not really as magnified now yeah but i think you know but yeah it, in the, with, with that question it's like i i for me like in my opinion i enjoy working with artists that want to connect with me as a person. I mean, I think music is definitely something that should be done in the purest and most genuine way. But, you know, there's also the money factor there also. But, yeah. But yeah, I, I give so much value to that genuity of it. Is that a word? I don't know. But... <laughs> Yeah, like I love the relationships I build with them. Like let's say with Claudia, um, I mean for me, like she was a celebrity that's like, you know, um, around a celeb, and yeah. I never thought like a celebrity would talk to someone like me, something something like that. I mean, you know, right? It's all it's whether we like it or not. Like we know of them, and we we kind of like have this idea or like concept of like celebrities in her head. So like the moment I was approached by Claudia, of course, it's more like I was kind of like, I mean, I was flattered, but also at the same time, like, you know, like I was kind of like scared in a way. I don't know, like, am I the right person? Yeah. Like, will I do you well? Like, I don't know. I'm just a high school kid. 
But it's really the parang the friendship that I've built with those people, Claudia, Julie, even you know with Sina James. Like I haven't really worked on much with them, but we've you know, we've been in the studio a couple of times. But it's when they genuinely ask about like life that makes yeah. a memory for me. Like um, I've had a lot of conversations with James. Like I don't know. Like to me, it stands out because it's like. You're in the same industry. We met because we're in the industry. But like, for someone to go out of their way to ask you about like, you know, your own personal stuff, I think that's something that's. I really appreciate that. Like, I really appreciate the connection, because the music will then happen after, right? Like, it'll just follow it. Being yeah. Friends is always better. So for me, that's that's my favorite part. Like, to take yeah to answer your question, like my favorite part is becoming friends with them, and actually like parang. You know, talking about life problems rather than parang how are we gonna proceed with this project? How are we going to like pay you? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, because you can't really approach it, I guess. Na you know, if someone you produce for someone you don't necessarily vibe with, because parang what will come out of that? It's gonna become like just a project and nothing really like creative, right? Yeah, client work. But I always, always 100% put my creativity into it. But there's just something else when there's a connection. Like, it's different. But like, take me to like a studio. Say I'm an artist and mm-hmm. I want my first single to be produced by Fern. Like how, any more questions na, you know, you usually like get into? Like, of course, what music are you into, right? And then like... Yeah. How do you like, go from there? Especially with like a stranger, for example. Um, I'll just explain it with my own experience. Like with, uh, I remember with, let's say, maybe like Kiana, when Kiana was in the studio. It was, it was like, it was just fun, man. Like she came into the studio, we listened to the song a few times and then she started recording the whole session on her iPad and being the weird person I am, you know, I just started becoming weird. So I'm just like, uh, you know, like, that's how it got comfortable, I guess, for me at least. So I think that's how I go about it in the studio. Like, we do a lot of dumb shit that makes it so comfortable. Like, the, the shell has to be broken. Yeah. Because music, man, I don't know if it's the same for a lot of people, but when I create music, it's something like, so vulnerable. Like, all the outer shells that I have as a person when I present myself like in public places or like in groups it's gone eh? when I'm making music it's like me like what I feel the deepest thought in my head you know sadness pain blah 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 anxious anxiety all that shit it's there eh? so when when I go into the studio and that outer shell can be like broken and then that's someone also like they're also very vulnerable right now. Like, music will just flow, flow. And I think that's what happened there. Like, we were in the studio for such a short time. Like, we were just recording. And everything was fun. Pa. Like, we didn't even know, like, the iPad was still recording the whole thing until we checked it again. We were like, oh, it died. <laughs> I think that's how I always go about it. Like, uh, I used to smoke, diba, A lot of cigarettes. I stopped now. Eh. But, you know, we'd go for a Yossi break. Like, oh, you smoke? And like, oh, yeah, I do. Like, let's chill for you. Something like that. Yeah. So, 
So, babalitaan namin kayo pag may first single na ako, produced by Fern, one oh, of my <laughs> executive <I> producer. <laughs> even with you guys, like you, Janine, the whole team and you are, diba? like, it wasn't, I always avoided, I don't know if this is with me or it's the same for a lot of artists, but I'd always try to avoid all the formalities. Yeah, like, yeah. Sometimes I'd be really unprofessional because I'm so professional, but that's really how I go about things. Like, I, don't well, like, I guess it comes with the age then. Na, true. I was I was young and I still am. Yeah. And like I guess parang our age difference as compared to like other people you would work with generally. It's not too far. Like we get the same vibe. We understand some things. Although syempre iba yung Gen Z from us. But like it's like you're like our younger siblings and like you know Although we're also like exploring our career and like the music industry on our own, like it's nice to have that experience, nga, to like you know guide people and see their success as well. And you, you, you're like one of those um, success stories, I would say, that I really enjoy working on. <laughs> you saw it too, bro. Like you saw it from like the start to like the actual like now. Yeah, to like people retweeting Fern on Twitter and stuff like that. That is inasabay lang ni Fern sa sakyan niya. Kasama pa nanay ko. Yeah. Memories. But like, uh, aside from that, syempre, being the young person that you are, you're 19, as you mentioned. Like, mm-hmm. what do you... As we were talking about kanina, what do you envision in the local industry? Especially since yun nga, aside from doing your own music, you actually have another project called Fire God, which is a duo pa. And then aside from that, you started your own company with uh, your mentors and it's called Kindred, right? Like how, how do you want to like achieve such vision and what do you want to like the scene to look like maybe in the next few years? Honestly, man, like, this is how I go about it. Eh? Like, I'm gonna, like, this is my thought process with everything. Like, whenever I think about Fire God for in Kindred, school, life, pa, like, parang I got super overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't know, like, I'm, I get really stressed. I get anxious about it. But once I look at it in a way that's like, I see the end goal, but the steps slowly reveal themselves as I work. Yeah. Like, parang that makes me comfortable and that's how I look at everything now. So when with with the clear vision, of course I want like for free and I want to achieve international success. I wanna be heard by everyone. For Fire God, same thing. I wanna be heard with everyone and I wanna share that success with uh Sipunzi, which is the other half. Because he's been my friend since like we were kids. So I wanna share that success with him. That's also a different level of achievement, right? And Kinjed, like I wanna experience that kind of like financial security. And also, be successful and change the sound in the Philippines. But I have all those visions. Eh? Like, it's like it's a clear, it's a clear entrance at the top. But I don't necessarily have like a pathway. Like I don't know. Na parang with Kinjad, I don't have a plan. That's like okay, this year we're gonna do this. Next yeah. Year achieve this. I don't. Even with Fern, it's like I don't necessarily think about. I need to have an album by this year. I need to have X amount of listeners slash followers by this year. I don't necessarily think of any of that. It's really more of just like big goal, big dreams, big vision, and then work. Like work towards it until like parang, oh, I'm new na pala. 
So yeah. I just keep working. I see the next step. I step on the first step, see the next one, figure out how to get to the next one, step on that until I find myself in the spot that oh, I'm successful. I think that's how I go about it. Every day also. I have a to-do list on my phone. Things I want to achieve every day. Because that's what I learned. Like, I mean, you said a while ago, I read a lot of like self-help books. I learned that once you focus on like every day and the only thing you think about is probably tomorrow. It's like, it gives you more focus. I think with like nowadays, with the amount of information like given to us, it's so hard to like think about like what's happening now. You're always like, oh, what's going to happen in a few years? Like, I know a lot of people who are like worried about things that don't even exist yet. Like, whether it's girlfriend, it's success, whatever it is. Like, they're worried about something that's not even happening yet. Yeah, I mean, some people have, like, 10-year plans. I don't get that. And and then when they're, like, they're just putting, like, unnecessary pressure on themselves, right? Like, that's how how I'd feel if I did that. For me, I have a vision. Like, like with the Grammy thing, like, when you guys ask me, like, when do you want to win a Grammy? I say next year. But if it doesn't happen next year, I'm going to keep saying next year until it happens. For me. It's not like parang after five years, if I don't win a Grammy, fuck that. No, dude. It's always going to be, I'm going to say next year. So I'm going to work like if it was going to happen next year. But if it doesn't happen, I'm going to continue to say next year. So I keep my level of work ethic. Yeah, that's good. I mean, yun na nga, parang sometimes, although it's good to have a plan, at least maybe like a vision nga, yeah. sometimes like don't plan too far ahead. Cause like, yeah, or just have a clear image of where you want to go, but don't plan out every step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Always not go your way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't go on a straight line and then reach your goal. Like, I don't know. That's super rare. And then you're going to get so disappointed when something you expect to happen doesn't happen, right? Exactly. Like, for me, like, I expect things to go sideways, even backwards, dude. Like, as long as I reach that end goal, it doesn't matter what direction I go. As long as I reach it. I mean, that's always going to be what I believe in. But again, that's me, Parian, dude. Like, I'm just offering, like, a piece of my mind. If people agree with it, that's it. Yeah, I mean, that's why we're here. So, you know, you can, like, get into Fern's mind and, like... Life hacks, dude. Yeah, life hacks by Fern. I read, I read a lot of, ano, mga success, like, tips to success. What's, like, a favorite book of yours that you've read na self-help genre? Oh wait, by it's by Napoleon Hill. Like, let me see. I forgot the rules of success, man. There was one called I remember the last time rich. I saw you. Think and Grow Rich. That's the one. Which one? It's called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Oh, parang di yun yung nakita ko. Pero flow ba yung pangalan nun? Yeah, flow yung called man. flow. Is that it? I read one called Flow also. Yeah, yeah. Flow state. But this one is my favorite book because. I came from a third, I was third year high school when I found out about this book. And I was an odd dude. I came from an honor, I was an honor student and then I was continuing to like go down. Like I was like reaching like 70 on my grades. So I was telling myself like I wasn't working hard enough. I was like, I didn't know where I wanted to go. So I decided to buy that book. I'd bring it to school every day just I'd read it. And it really changed my life, man. I ended that year with honors. And then that's the same year I got I graduated today. That's the same year I got signed to UR. And I don't know, man. Reading books really make you see things in a like third-person perspective. Yeah. 
when you think everything is hopeless in your life, you read in a book, that, oh, everyone goes through it. Adversity yeah. is always like a secret recipe to success. You So you kind of feel good about yourself. Yeah, and like, you know, just don't make the worms eat your brains from social media, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Dude, social media, man, it's... I don't know. I, I'm not a bit, I'm not the biggest fan of social media. Just because, like, I don't know, man. It's part of the recipe, but it's not the main course. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's also something that's, like, if you're not self-aware, if you're not super mindful of, like, the things you see, the things you, like, read, it'll get into your head, eh? It will, yeah. I mean, me also, dude, when I see, like, people younger than me successful on social media, like, I still feel like, parang, Damn, like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's not their fault. It's not your fault also. But it's like, there's that. There's the, that reality. We all are aware of it. And you're given a slice of somebody else's life, like, without you asking for it. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It takes a huge hit to your, like, mental, in a way. Because, like, a lot of people, like, let's say... Um, this celebrity posts like stories of like a big house having a lot of girls having parties every day like parang kids or like people like me aspiring to reach that level of success will be like so that's what success is yeah that's that's their life long like that's probably just the good stuff happening in their life right but of course us who can only see that is like that's their life like I want to live that life. And then we get there and then we're disappointed and it's just like a whole mental breakdown. Yeah. I mean, you don't really see what's behind the scenes. Exactly. Right? But, but it's not the posters. Like, it's not the guy who posted it's fault. It's not his fault. It's also not your fault. It's just social media's reality, man, and its effects. Yeah. yeah. It's really making the world a worst place. A worst place, not a worst place. Yeah. It's, <laughs> It's good and bad, man. I mean, yeah. like people are more heard now. So like in stuff like that are like like politics or like whatever issues there are, like people can say something about it now. Yeah, that's true. They can educate now also. But a lot of the things din kasi na parang, you know, a lot of the things we're experiencing right now is because of the bad effects of the internet. Like, you know, all the fake news, all the propaganda and like, you know, people just being lured by trolls and all that, you know, it's like something that brought these people into power. It's like the internet. That's true. That's whether true. we like it or not. And, you know, it's siguro parang for a lot of people or a majority of people, we, we're aware na, okay, this is what's correct, what's credible. But to a lot of people, it's like, okay, I see this random WebMD article about how I should treat my sickness and then yeah yeah you know, yeah that's true there are a lot of people like that my mom's like that like when she's, <laughs> like, she's like oh this is how you can make easy money oh. <laughs> I'm gonna, like, or like she'll see something and she'll be like oh look at this but it's like from fake videos or something but like I don't know man it's easy it's easy to get I know it's easy to get distracted by you know all the fluff on the internet yeah. But Actually, dude, my mom and my dad, bro, they they don't they both don't have social media, and they're both like very like chill, because they don't know what's happening, and they're just like, oh really, that's happening na pala. <laughs> but that's the thing. But like, siguro last question, music related, before we go a bit more like 
chill. Uh, kasi syempre mainit na usapan ngayon is like, you know, politics of course in the Philippines. Like, how do you integrate those ideologies of like what you believe in into your art, for example? Uh, honestly, for me, I don't integrate any of that to my art. I yeah. Mean, because of my identity as an artist, like I'm very romance-centered. Like, I'm lover boy, sad boy type of art. But, you know, as, as like a person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The influence that I have because of my art is something that, you know, I can use to help out or to voice out things also. But I think I haven't done that enough because honestly, man, like, it's, it's tough, bro. It is, it is. Hella tough, man. Like, um, with even with politics, it's such a sensitive topic na sometimes I want to say something, but like, you know, I always double check, like, is this right? Like, am I, am I just being like weird? So there's that also. But like, honestly, for every artist, it doesn't even have to be your art. It doesn't have to be the anything you do, but like the influence you have, like, that's a big thing already. It is. And, you know, it's really the big issue right now, especially with the ABS-CBN shutdown. Uh, you know, people are calling out other artists for not speaking out. And these are, like, the biggest artists in the Philippines. And if you don't have that, I like, thinking uh, what you say matters, right? like, then where do we go from here? Because you have massive influence on people who, you know, just look up to you, right? Reality is reality, man. Like, I get... Like, I mean, if I was, like, a super big artist, that's, like, really heavy on me. But reality is reality. You have a platform. You have the influence. People will expect something from you. But yeah. You're not really... Parang, and, it, and it's also the people who put you there to begin with, right? So, like... It's tough, man. Like, honestly, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so grateful that parang I'm not super big yet. But, like, I can freely voice out my thoughts. And yeah. I do, like all these benefit gigs because like I feel like that's some one way of helping out also but like no one really like attacks me to like that point so like I, I don't know what they're feeling I don't know what that feels like so it's like uh, that must be heavy bro like it even must for- be yeah I mean I'm not completely like calling them out I I believe that they should speak out but you know <laughs> sometimes what people has to un- have to understand is that there are multiple forces around a big star. It's not just that big star. There's a manager, there's like a network, an agency, or whatever. And although you sometimes, if you want to speak out, they're going to say don't because this, this, this. But, you know, at times like these, lang talaga, it's just really necessary na to speak up because who knows what will happen tomorrow here in this country, right? Yeah, that's facts. That's hella facts, bro. <laughs> I guess it's a gift and a curse, bro, to be like it is. But I guess let's like get out of this conversation yeah. about music and stuff. And like who is Fern outside of that? Shempre, how do you get to handle that? We were talking about that whole thing, but like what makes Fern outside of the Fern that the public knows? Like Anime stuff, we talk about that sometimes. K-pop, maganyan. That's basically it, bro. I mean, I consume a lot of art. Eh? That's one thing with me. I mean, films, uh, books, anime. Yeah. And it sometimes fuels your music also, right? Like, some songs are based on movies. 
exactly. And sometimes I do watch all these like pieces of art because I wanted to influence Minecraft. Yeah. There's that conscious effort to do so. But outside of music, man, like I don't really I don't really like to overthink anything, you know. That's who I am. I don't want to I'm like a, I'm like the person put in the spotlight but like never really wanted the spotlight. But I'm gonna Yeah, yeah. I, I without with or without the attention, like I'm fine. I'll be super okay. Yeah. Uh, outside of music, outside of the fern, that like outside the dot, like fern yeah, without the period. Outside, <laughs> outside all this like public image, whatever, whatever. Like I'm still the same person, but like, like without being paid to do music, I'm still gonna do music. A lot of people always ask me, like you know, they always say like you work hard, you work so hard, your, your work ethic is like super solid. But honestly, I don't see that. Like my my mom even calls me lazy sometimes, which. I am super lazy sometimes. It's just that these things like music, even with Kindred, I enjoy it. Eh. I think that's why these things come so easy. So like outside of music, there's no fern there. <laughs> it's yeah. My life More fern. Yeah, like my life is literally because of the things I do. Like I am who I am because I am in the industry. I, I love music. I love art. And even what I said a while ago, like anime, even video games, books, and anything I consume is still a part of the art that I deliver. So well, like what? I, I, parang, ano bang anime right now are you like, really into? Like the only one I've been watching is just My Hero Academia. I'm not gonna lie, that's it. <laughs> are you done with My Hero? No, I'm, I'm just starting season three. I just finished the movie. Okay, okay. I'm starting season three. So, yeah, I'm just about to head there. It was one of the first animes that really got me hooked. I mean, I only got hooked with the anime this quarantine, dude. Ah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice gateway then, you know, yung My Hero. Yeah, man, it really is. And then I started binging everything, dude. Everything, dude. Like, lahat. <laughs> I watched all of those. I go to my anime list. I look at, like... <laughs> Top animes. I have friends that are like anime critics, so I ask them always. I'm like, yo, uh, what's your ne- what's the next anime should I watch? Something so, what's like your favorite so far? It has to be either Your Lie in April. It's about Your Lie in April is about like a violinist. Yeah. And then Darling in the Franks. It's kind of like it's on Netflix. That's what I, that's what I was gonna tell you to watch after my hero. It's about like, well, it's like Pacific Rim. Oh, like in a dystopian kind of setting, and then Pacific Rim style. But like, it's pi- one robot is piloted by a girl and a boy. So there's always like love triangle, a romance. Yeah, they fall in love, but then sometimes like they fall in love, but only the guy likes her, and then the girl likes like the other person from like the other team, the other robot. <laughs> Shit like that. That's an interesting thing. It's nice. It it really focuses on like coming of age romance rather than like fight. Like, May latest song kabana like inspired by these like your newest songs you released like. I have a song that's super super inspired by your line April. It's coming out soon, but I can't say much about it. Yeah, we'll have to wait for that. Uh, but you know, ang ganda ng 
I guess going back to music a bit lang. Ang ganda ng like evolution, I guess, coming from the uh indie electro pop mm-hmm. so 80s synth pop na, you know, one you were one of the first to have it here and now everyone's doing it. And then like now you're heading a bit more to the acoustic-ish side but still having that same like fern lyrics into it. Yeah, yeah. But like oh. I don't know, it's it's just it's nice. It's nice to see the evolution. Na you know, because all these people have the synth pop. Na eh, parang okay, I've heard this before. But like, it's nice that you're like getting to a different. What's what's the direction you're seeing yourself right now in terms of your music? Well, on honestly, man, like with music, it's really I. I never planned it, dude. I never, like, the synth pop stuff, like, it was never like, yo, I want to make synth pop. Yeah. This is what I feel right now. This was the art I consumed back then. Like, back then, I think, Into You, Lie to Me, I was watching a lot of, like, what films? Like, I was watching a lot of, like, retro vibes in the film. Yeah. Like, you want Chunking Express, I remember watching that, and I was like, yo, this sounds like such a, like, a synth pop vibe, all of that. And then now that I've wa- I've been consuming more romance, like I I really am a big fan of romance, um whether it's a film series anime or not, any any romance is like good to me, like I just love that feeling. I think it's the art I consume now that's kind of like helped me evolve as an artist. You feel like parang I'm a very visual artist, eh? like whatever I watch, I kind of like want to turn it into sound. So there was never really a conscious effort into like, I want to sound like this. It's more of like the things that I've been feeling, watching, and like consuming basically inspired that kind of change. And I remember we had a conversation. You were telling me like, um, the sound is super changing and it's like, how do you differentiate it from like Fire God, like my other project? Yeah. And honestly, I was like, oh yeah, it's starting to sound the same because I do both with the same amount of, like, love and the same amount of, like, passion. Yeah. I think just proves that, you know, I don't really try to... to distinguish. Distinguish anything. Like, our, my music will always be my music, period. So, I, I guess I have a fun question. <laughs> uh, like, what do you say about, like, putting too much of your personal experience into a song? For example, oh, you're with this person at this time and you make the song for them and then, you know... You're not with that so- person anymore. There's sex. I, I guess parang I've heard some artists say, Oh, I don't want to be like Taylor Swift who writes her heart out into her albums. But don't you realize that like Taylor Swift is one of the most like successful artists out there? Parang don't you want to be associated yeah. with that kind of like artistry? Like what can you say about that? About like integrating your soul at, or like your personal life into the like, music. I'm all about that, dude. I'm all about integrating like you're very, you're, you're like selling your soul. <laughs> I'm all about showing everyone like what it is that I feel. Talaga. But, you know, for me, at least like to speak for myself, I do it because music, I'm not a very vocal person emotionally. Like I'm going to say that. Um, I, I I'm not one I'm not the person to like open up or like bring my problems to like my friends, you know. Like I I can feel really down, but 
when I meet up with you guys and I talk to you guys, it will be super fine. So for me, music is an outlet for that. So I don't necessarily understand why people would say na parang, I wouldn't want to put my heart out into my music. I don't know. That's not my reality. But for me, I think that's what you should do. Like that's why that's what people that's what makes people like relate to you, diba? Yeah, yeah. And more importantly, that's why music is there. Like music exactly. is to like communicate something. Right? So it's like, what are you trying to communicate then? If it's not who you are, if it's not what you feel, then what is it? I don't I know. That's what distinguishes an artist from like a singer. It's like there's uh, no shade to people who just interpret what other people write or produce for them. But like the artists that has emerged in the last few years, it's different na talaga eh. Parang, I guess in the early 2000s, parang until 2010s, it's all very manufactured na, okay, label wants this, do this, this is what you should be, this is what you should sing about. But now people are really like, coming into their own and like making yeah, I, think, I think it's easier to fall in love with someone rather than like something you know I don't know if that makes any sense it's like it's much easier for me to kind of follow Matty Healy rather than just consume the 1975 like yeah, I yeah. consume the 1975 because I follow Matty Healy something yeah. like that like I think that's like the kind of like reality I want also for me as an artist so I think like even right now I don't know if it's the same with you like you, you're a fan of like Taylor Swift like oh, oh, I forgot the other one uh, Carly Rae right yeah yeah it's not like you're only a fan of this album or you're only a fan of this song it's like you're a fan of them and anything yeah. they release will be something you consume because you're a fan of them yeah I think that's kind of like where we're heading now. And that's where we should have been headed like a long time ago, right? I think. Yeah. Like One Direction stuff, man. Even when the band broke up, they still had like a huge following individually just because pe- people didn't really follow the One Direction just for One Direction songs. Like people followed One Direction. Yeah. Individuals that come, that made up that group. It's really important to be authentic because if you appear less as like a robot or like a manufactured singer or artist, quote-unquote artist, then, you know, what's there for people to like like about you aside from what's churned out? I guess like before, I mean, I can't really speak for like the people from the past, but now at least it's more magnified with like the artists are kind of like it's like a whole it's like a whole um, package ne. it's not just how good your songs are yeah it's not just parang how good you look or something it's all it's all of that shit dude it's like how aesthetic you are like I know some artists that are just aesthetic like they're <laughs> big because of their aesthetic yeah some shit like that it's like it's all these fucking things now bro like an artist is no longer just a musician man yeah Artist is no longer just like a painter, like just an actor, like you fucking everything na dude. <laughs> like it's a package na. Whether you model, what brands you, um, what what brands do you support, your or what face, like you're the face of what brand, of what culture, of what community. 
I think that's what it's about now. Yeah. So, I mean, for artists out there, like, I think, for me, at least, like, I truly, truly, truly believe in being authentic and being you. Or, like, yeah. being real, man. Not just on some, you know, manufactured robot shit. <laughs> and fans can feel that. Yun nga, eh, parang fans are more intelligent, I feel, now than they were ever before because, you know, they can they can see through you na parang okay. I mean, I guess it's different than for the K-pop industry because they that's also another facet lang then of like, what can you show about yourself that the company allows you to, right? But the thing is with K-pop, man, like they handle that shit so well. They do, they do. So well, bro. Like, I don't know, man. Like, even BTS. Like, even I'm, like, in love with the people in BTS. I don't know why. <laughs> like, sometimes I see them and I'm like, oh, they're so talented. But, like, uh-huh. they created this whole world that, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if anyone has figured out the fucking secret to K-pop. But it's, like, it's crazy, man. It's crazy how, like, even I gravitated towards K-pop. Like, I don't know why. Like, I don't know when it happened. I don't know, like, why it even happened. But it's, like, there's something they're doing, right? It's just really fascinating to see how, you know, hard work, a mixture of hard work and talent and, I guess, good looks also. <laughs> parang, and, to the picture. It's everything. Na parang, you know, I never... Ako, ako rin eh, parang... Before naman, I wasn't really, like, as into K-pop as I am now. But, like, having an album na K-pop and seeing how good they produce their albums, like... Sonically, but also the packaging and everything. It's just like you can't stop consuming it once you get there. Have you seen their shows, man? I have not yet. Come out from like fucking houses, dude. Like they <laughs> houses in like the stages and they perform in like different rooms of the house. It's fucking crazy, dude. I wish I could like experience <laughs> that type of production. Honestly, man. like one of my dreams is probably to just go to Korea and be a part of the industry there, right? As a producer. I just want to see, man. I want to see what makes them great. And that's always been a thing about me. Like, um, let's say, like, even with James, man. Like, when I got kind of, like, you know, close to James in a way wherein I'd get to see, like, a deeper, like, glimpse of his head. I kind of study it also. Like, what makes this guy so great, dude? Like, what's, what sets him apart from a lot of people, you know? I like to do that kind of thing. And yeah. with K-pop, that's what I want to do also. Like, I want to be there and kind of like, you know, like decode what makes K-pop so great. Because I see it here also. Like when I hang out with the likes of like Cinna James, Cinna Claudia, Julie, like you kind of see why they're in the position they're in. Yeah. Like it's not just because they're good looking. It's not just because like, it was given to them. Like there's something there. Yeah, there's still an X factor at the end of the day. There is, and that's like something I really want to study also. But yeah, with K-pop, I really want to do that. Because I think I'm at the level, I think I have achieved a certain level of success just because of the people I meet. I feel like you have the, I know, you have what it takes to produce for K-pop. Because like, a lot of the songs, actually, I don't think a lot of people know that these are English songs translated into Korean, right? 
These are English producers also. Yeah, like some are black producers and then some are like white producers, I guess. But a lot of it or most of it, siguro majority of it is not like Koreans, right? It's just like translated into Korean. Yeah, that's facts. That's hella facts, dude. I've read about it too. So let's make that happen. Hello to Fern's people. <laughs> K-pop, man. I mean, it would really be a dream. And I, I always tell uh, Enzo that too. I'm always like, you Enzo, help me. <laughs> Basta sama ako sa Korea pag pumunta ka doon. Oh, dude. Roadie, roadie type dude. Yeah, I mean, so, I've been your... So I'm super excited about, man. About what? Like, I really want to tour. I really want to tour the world. Like, one thing I've learned about myself when I'm in hotels, I love it. I love the feeling of being in a hotel. I don't know why. It's just such a, it's, ah, bro, it's, it's such a pleasuring thing for me to like sleep in a hotel, eat the breakfast. Imagine if I did that all around the world. Yeah. Bro, I have the time of my life. Dude. It's really, I feel like I haven't experienced it for myself then, but like, I feel like it would be a really nice thing, especially for like you guys. To experience, yeah. right? For sure, for sure. I mean, traveling is also one thing I want to do. Yeah, but you know, let's hope this is all over sooner than later. Yeah, man. I right? Mean, I'm doing as much as I can. I've, I've been home for like four months. So. But I mean, siguro, how do you adjust from like, parang getting to go to gigs? for so long and then parang okay now we're just home right now doing like your is, online gigs ganun it's like like this is like real shit like the thing is I've started to notice like how much privilege I have bro yeah like, I don't feel any of the struggle like parang artists are struggling right now man like that's the reality but like honestly for me I don't feel it cause like I'm really one of the privileged few to like, you know, my mom makes the money for me. Like, I don't necessarily have to live off my art. So it, does, it hasn't affected me so much. But I can't really speak for like all artists. Because I, yeah. I really start, yo, I don't know if you've had like an awakening. But like, I had one of these days. Like, probably I had like a full week of just like being super detached with everyone. And I was like, man, like the privilege, bro. <laughs> I was like, crazy. <laughs> Yeah, because like, for a lot of people, thankful, bro. Like, yeah, parang, diba nga, parang there was this one movie, not sure if you watched, yung Hello, Love, Goodbye. And like, they say na, ang choice para lang sa mayayaman. And that's the reality we have in this country na, you know, privileged people have their choice to just stay home for how many months and not really like experience what other people are experiencing outside because, yeah. you know, a lot of people are, just have to go out to survive. And that's the sad reality that we have to face and we have to help our, you know, countrymen. And, yeah. <laughs> that's that, and we've come full circle, man. That's where fucking social media comes in. It's like, it's, it's really such a, it's, it's such a confusing thing until now, but it's really, you are the greatest weapon for both good and Evil. Yeah. It can do so much. Eh? It can do so much to help out all these people. Yeah, but I feel also, I mean, parang the last few episodes here have really been very, you know, 
more social than ever before. I guess with the times na rin. But, you know, sometimes the private institutions or private people can only go so far din eh. Parang, what about the public people who are supposed to be serving the whole country? What are they doing? Serving themselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. That's true, man. That's really true. Yeah, but I guess since we have come full circle, that's, I mean, we wrapped the show up. Uh, what else can we expect from Fern? I feel like there's an announcement coming. I think there's you can not- announce it at this point because it's going to be announced by the time I release this. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> I just I signed to Island Records recently. Um, Philippines, Island Records Philippines. And I don't know, there's a lot of plans internationally. And I had this exciting thing, uh, Keshi. I don't know if you, you know. Keshi. Oh, yeah. How was that pala? Like, you made a cover and then he noticed it. Like, how was that? He messaged, uh, he didn't message, but he sent me, a, he emailed a video of him, like, saying, like, I, I really like it. And now we're, like, working on something. Like, nah, we're not working on something, but the label is trying to make us work on something. Wow, grabe. Di nakatama reach talaga. <laughs> the thing is, like, um, the label people, like, they told me, Keshi listened to my songs, like, to check me out. So, yeah. Those I exist, bro. And he, he listened to, like, my songs, which is, like, whoa. Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. You listen to all the bops from your <laughs> Dude, first I, I know he liked it. <laughs> Well, they said he liked it, but I don't know. Why would they say if he didn't like it? Yeah, but you know, that's really great. Uh, we're excited to see what comes out of your island records career. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of big artists like The Killers, right? And like Sean Mendes Yata is on their island records. Um, it's it's big. It's it's a huge opportunity, man. And I, sorry, I I just wish I can capitalize on it as much as I can. I'm just doing as much, dude. Like this past quarantine, I'm just I bought a lot of like online courses and like music. Yeah. I've been studying since I have nothing much to do with my time. I'm starting to learn Photoshop also. Wow, di na ako ng graphic designer. <laughs> <laughs> I know, save budget na tayo yun, dude. <laughs> well, you might not need that save budget mentality anymore. <laughs> but like, okay. yeah, I guess it's like, um, for me, like, why I want to learn all these things is because I want to learn the language in where yeah. I can like, for like, I can communicate my idea better to someone with a better skill. Yeah, and like, you know, never stop learning because, yeah, you know, but- that's where life ends if you just stop learning and just like living such a mundane life. Yeah. yeah. That's how I've been keeping up this whole quarantine. It's really like, I, I try to learn as much new things as possible. And even if it's like, okay, you learn members of a K-pop group, that's still learning something. Like you learn more about people, right? Funny that you say that because I, le- I, I was like reading on, uh, I don't know if you know Club Eskimo. No, no, no. Dean, Crush, um, off and off on off. Ah, uh, they have a collective, na ba? They have a collective. Eh? No, they started with that collective. And they're all from that one group. And they all became like really big. 
So I've been reading up on like a lot of them. So it's funny that you say that. Because I actually did that recently. And that's my quarantine learning <laughs> with my K-pop faves. Dude, honestly, like <laughs> anything, bro. I was like, I've been like reading so much about anime also. Like, and I can say, dude, like for me as an artist, everything I consume really is sort of heading towards the direction of like art. Yeah, for sure. And like, Siguro, just to cap it off, I mean, that's what this whole conversation was about. Like, getting, soaking as much information and experiences and working towards your goal. It's the same as learning. Like, you can put it as parang as simple as that. Na parang, for example, other people would think, oh, K-pop is such a basic thing to like. But when you go deep into it, like, K-pop helps me in my work because... I get to see how a music industry in another country works and I try to apply it in my work. Diba? Bro, like, honestly, like, I don't understand why people are so quick to, like, jump to conclusions. But it's like... You're missing out. <laughs> like, in a way, it's like, um, you can't deny the fact that these people are doing something right. Yeah. Like, whether it's K-pop, anime, whatever fuck it is, like, there's there's a level of success that those things and those like people have achieved that you can always learn from. Like, like if I study K-pop, I don't necessarily have to make K-pop, you know, I study K-pop because there are things that they're doing that I can apply to myself in your own way. My own way. Yeah. And if I can't apply to apply to myself, at least I'm aware. Yeah. I don't really lose anything but time. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. I mean, I don't get that. But if, you know, like, I, I want to leave something, like, for people that are going to listen to this. It's like, just continue to learn. Continue to, like, develop a certain type of skill set. Or, like, a personality. Or just a certain type of person that will, like, gather as much information. Because that will help build. I, th- I always think of life as a game. Like, for everyone. Like, for you also, Charles. Like, for, like how I always approach life is like, it's a game. And there we, the, the, what's this? Like, the farther we go into like this game, the more characters we meet, yeah. the more items we get, we level up. It's like, that's how everyone, I think, I think, okay, in my own opinion, I think everyone should go through life like that so that they would still keep that enjoy and that, that joy, that childlike sense of like happiness. Like, parang a child, but when they see something they're interested at, they're, they'll go ham, bro. Like, they'll forget about you. And they'll focus on this thing. Yeah. Like, something that I want to retain till the day that I die. Like, I'll learn as much as I can. Enjoy as enjoy all these, like, pieces of art. Or enjoy, like, even moments. Enjoy company with, of my friends, my family. All that shit, bro. Whether, like, whether it's productive or not. Playing video games. All that fucking... Everything, everything about life itself, relationships, everything, it can always help you with the thing, the things that you do. Like it can always help you with your career, because it, your career will always be the certain type of personality and character you build. So it's like, parang the sooner you level up, the more quests you take, the more items you get, the faster you level up. Dude. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. And. <laughs> like if you die there's always a restart button yeah, or you yeah, live like, again and you learn from the way you died and then you exactly, bro. stand back up right 
you were starting on like um like if you were a musician now, if you're an artist, like for me, I'm an artist now. If this thing doesn't work out, let's say I'll think of it as like okay, my character died. I'll just change my whole like yeah, I was a mage that that, <laughs> that whole game. Or now I'm gonna be like a war, warrior naman, and I'll continue that path and grow in that path naman. Because I know I failed at this one, but there's and always you, and you take those lessons from your past life in exactly. deep life. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Nakamis maglaro ng video games din, ha? <laughs> uh, Dude, honestly, life, bro, it's... I look at it as like one big video game. Like quests and all that, dude. Like right now, my main quest is that Grammy. Where I have like all these side quests. Like Kindred. Yeah. Like, all that stuff. But, you know, it's all... It's all for the sake of leveling up my character. <laughs> And we are looking forward to that. I mean, you know, I'm always rooting for you. I've always rooted for you since day one. I mean, whether we work together or not anymore, I mean, I'm just always watching and supporting. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are there to support you then. But I guess that leads us to our last part of the show. I mean, that was a really nice way to end it. The whole video game thing, you know, not everyone can think of life that way. And that's really nice. Maybe you should make a song about it. Like, <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe video I video games. Oh, won't you video? <laughs> Joke lang. <laughs> I actually want to write a book. So maybe I'll write a book about that. Yeah. I mean, another, another thing from Fern. But uh, our last part of the show, as always, is our pop stop or our pop culture recommendations for the week. So... Fern, what do you want to suggest or recommend like your favorite things to people who are listening, your fans, or just popcorn listeners? Listen, for music, listen to Off On Off. They're a K-pop duo. The best. And then for things to watch, just watch Darling in the Franks. That's it. Your life, is, your life will be good after. <laughs> well, last time I suggested... I was just suggesting to Fern before we were recording, yung It's Okay to Not Be Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a Korean drama. And it's still continuing to be a great show. But aside from that, um, I saw the Hamilton recording the other, maybe two weeks ago. And it's really good. I mean, I've seen it live, but the recorded version of the original cast is also you know, uplifting and, you know, inspiring to work hard and work on yourself. Not sure if you've seen Hamilton or heard the soundtrack yet. Uh, Go watch it. I'm sure we're going to have an episode on Hamilton soon enough after this one. And last, I guess, ano ba? Dahil I I haven't really been consuming as much because Mm -hmm. of recent events. Uh, I guess listen to Fern's music. It's really good. Favorite katalaga siya without like just for in being here. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. favorite mean, songs. I know my favorite songs go Lie to Me, so good. <laughs> knowing the knowing the tea behind it. <laughs> we're good now, just saying. We're <laughs> and yeah, it's go listen. Where can they listen to your music and follow you? Um, Spotify, it's just for in with a period. Tapos you'll see, you'll see a person that looks like me. Then that's me. On IG, I'm Fern Tan underscore. That's it, man. And Fire God, 
listen to Fire God, Fire God uh, Kindred. Um, follow Kindred. Give Kindred clients. Thank you, please. <laughs> and for me, of course, all our episodes are still streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and wherever you stream your podcasts. We're also on Radio Katipunan 87.9 FM. Thank you to the Radio Katipunan fam. Uh, you can go follow us on social media. That's at Popcorn with Cholo, at Popcorn W Cholo on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and the internet, basically. So thank you so much for joining this episode of Popcorn. I hope you enjoyed Fern's guesting on here. It's been a, it's been a while to get him on here, but our schedule's finally aligned. And Bye. we'll see you all next time. Thank you, Fern. And thanks, everyone. Bye.